Welcome to the Disrupting Obesity Podcast. I'm Charlotte Skeins, and I'll be sharing ways to regain control over your body and lose an extreme amount of weight naturally. Being fat is about so much more than just the food. It's about your relationship with food. That means that dealing with your weight is about more than just the food too. You have to change that relationship. You have to start disrupting obesity. Concretely, weight loss is all about the calories. We all want there to be another way. It would be awesome if there was. Everybody hates tracking their calories. But as much as it sucks, if you don't have a handle on your calories, you're not going to get a handle on your weight. I don't like tracking either, but I hate wasting my time even more. Every single diet, fasting schedule, plan, program, pill, shot, surgery, shake, whatever... Every single weight loss tool, plan, device, or treatment works because it puts you in a calorie deficit, even the intuitive eating thing. Just because a plan focuses on something other than calories, that doesn't mean it's not still entirely about the calories. Some programs give them a different name, right? They assign a letter or a numeric value to different foods, and then you've got some points, or you can have so many things from column A and so many things from column B. It's a calorie deficit. It's all just another way of putting you into a deficit without having you track actual calories because the diet industry knows full well that you hate tracking because everybody hates calorie counting. So you track macros or only eat from 10 to 4. Calorie deficit. Surgery too. All of them. Every single one of the surgeries. You might not have to count calories, but when your stomach is the size of a banana or a thumb, You also physically can't eat a lot of food. But people who had weight loss surgery, they've got the same recidivism rate as the rest of us. Most of them put their weight back on too. And just like us, they gain back even more weight than what they lost. A calorie deficit is the only way. There are hundreds of ways to get to one, but unless you're in a calorie deficit, you will not lose weight. Okay, so there are 3,500 calories in a pound, right? That's why everybody talks about the 500 calorie a day thing as the way to go. You cut 500 calories a day and you'll lose about a pound a week. It's a nice sustainable number because it's a nice sustainable pace. I don't spend a lot of time teaching people about calories because once somebody's made up their mind and they've decided to commit to staying in a calorie deficit, that's when we start the real work of weight loss, the real work of getting the weight off, getting it all under control. That's when you start to deal with the relationship with food part, the mindset part. But you've got to get a solid grip on calories so that you can get your weight off. Let's say that losing weight is like an iceberg, right? Getting your calories under control, that's the tip. That's the 10% that you see above the surface. Below the surface are all the reasons and choices and decisions and factors that are going into what you're eating and whether or not you're able to stay in a deficit. Calories in, Calories out is a really well-used phrase. You hear it everywhere. And I'm guilty of it too, but it's just because it's the single most concise possible way to explain how to lose weight to somebody. But I think it can feel dismissive and condescending because it's so much easier said than done. And I think too, because we all really want it to be that simple, but at the same time, we all know that it's not. Your body has a BMR. That's a basal metabolic rate. It's the number of calories that your body uses in a day just existing. Even if you lay in bed and don't move, 
your body is still burning calories. Breathing, pumping blood, digesting food, all of that stuff uses calories. Anything over and above that bare minimum gets added to your BMR, and that gives you your TDEE, which is your total daily energy expenditure. And it's exactly what it says it is. It's all of the calories that you burned in a day. Breathing and the pumping blood and the walk through the store and the trip up the stairs and all the different back and forth that you do over the course of a day, everything. That's it. When the number of calories that you're consuming in a day is the same as your TDEE, your weight will stay the same. When it's more, you're going to gain. And when it's less, you'll lose. Your calories in needs to be lower than your calories out. And that's the holy grail of weight loss. There's no secret. There's no shortcut. It's calories in versus calories out. The first time I lost weight when I was 24, there were no apps. There weren't smartphones. It wasn't even mandatory for food producers to put nutritional information onto packaging yet. It was starting, and some of the companies, I think, could smell which way the wind was very clearly blowing, and they were getting ahead of it. The second time I lost weight, when I was 38, the tracking app and I got really close. I loved, loved, loved my app because it made things so much easier for me than they'd been the first time around. I also only had 100 pounds to lose the second time. But it was the exact same concept, right? It was just with an insanely more efficient way to get it done. There are several really good tracking apps out there, and I know that nothing is perfect, but they're a really terrific starting point, and they're still a good tool, even if they're not completely perfect all of the time. An app will tell you how many calories you need, and it will act like a digital food journal, right? It's going to count down for you over the course of a day. You just keep entering what you're eating and it just subtracts that from the amount of calories that you had. So you always know how many you have left. Um, barcode scanners make it a lot easier to use some of these apps. And you want this to be as easy as possible. Let the app do the heavy lifting for you when it comes to the nuts and bolts work of the calories in, calories out, so that you can do the real work behind the scenes with your mindset and your relationship with food. Tracking calories is super confrontational. Nobody likes to face that truth. I've sat down and cried over 6,000 plus binges before. Yeah, 6,000 is probably fair. I've probably even done, oh, I'm sure I've done way more than that. But here's the thing. You can't change anything that you refuse to see. And the bigger problem is you took in those calories whether you acknowledge them or not. The calories are there, even if you refuse to look at them. That's why you have to be willing to become aware of what your calorie intake actually looks like. Completely forget that whole 1,200 calories a day thing too, unless you're short like me and like short, short. Because basically if you're five foot four and up, you need more calories than that. And you 100% absolutely need to be starting with more than 1,200 calories for sure, no matter how tall you are. Because the more you weigh, the more calories your body needs for that whole BMR thing that I was talking about a minute ago. If you've got a bigger body to move and a bigger body to pump blood through and all that other stuff, right, it's going to use more calories than if you weigh less. At my heaviest, which is 338 pounds, I needed just under 2,700 calories a day to maintain my weight. So to lose a pound a week, I needed 2,200 calories a day. That is a long way from 1,200. I need 1,600 calories now to maintain. And it's not like I was eating 2,700 calories a day when I started losing weight. I was actively gaining weight fast, like fast, crazy fast, when I finally turned the corner and started to take it off. I needed to cut way more 
than 500 calories a day to get down to 2200. So there is a zero, zero percent chance that I could have successfully gone from 3000 plus minimum calories a day down to 1200. I maybe would have lasted two days, maybe three. It's too much. It's just too big of a jump, right? It's not sustainable. And I talk about sustainability a lot because it's the key to losing a lot of weight. Whatever you do when you're losing a significant number of pounds, it has to be something that you can keep doing over the long haul because you don't lose 80 or 120 or 230 pounds quickly. This is why I believe that you should eat whatever you want, just less of it. It doesn't matter what you eat so long as you're in a calorie deficit. You can still lose weight eating anything that you want. If I'd eaten 2,200 calories a day in bacon and bubblegum, I still would have lost weight. And I totally, totally understand why this whole line of reasoning pisses people off. Is it the most nutritionally sound thing to eat heavily processed foods that are high in saturated fats and sugar and sodium? No, of course it's not. But you have to meet yourself where you are. You don't go from the heavily processed foods to just eating whole foods in a single step. Not if you want to stay there. And I won't even go into the whole socioeconomic issues that I have with this only healthy eating counts thing. Anything you want, it doesn't matter. I saw a guy going viral for eating just McDonald's to lose 100 pounds. So anything you want, it really doesn't matter. Now, I'm totally aware totally aware that the quality of calories matters. I got that memo a very long time ago. I also completely understand that some foods make you feel fuller longer. They help with digestion and your overall gut health. I'm totally on board with all of that. Learning those things is a big part of how I keep my own weight off. And learning which foods kept me feeling fuller longer was a huge part of getting my weight off in the first place. It's also how I survive as someone with a lot of dietary restrictions and digestive limitations because of my pancreas. 200 calories of whole grain bread is always going to be more physically satisfying in the long run than a microwavable mac and cheese. Mostly because those whole grains are going to take a while to digest and the mac and cheese is so processed that you're basically mainlining sugar through your stomach. I know that 100 calories of fiber-rich vegetables are better for me than 100 calories of delicious crispy bacon. But when I was losing 200 pounds, the only thing that mattered was losing the weight. I was going to die because of my weight. And I'm sorry, but a calorie is a calorie is a calorie when you're starting out and you've got that much to lose. Here's the thing. You don't need to be worried about which calories are better than other calories and what's making the best overall contribution to your microbiome and all of that stuff right now. You've got enough to deal with. So one thing at a time and meet yourself where you are. Get some weight behind you. Get your feet under you with the small changes that you're making. And once you're confident in your ability to lose weight, then you can start to take a look at things like the quality of the calories and the actual food that you're eating. If someone was on fire, you wouldn't stand there explaining the benefits of the different extinguishers that you've got at your disposal. You'd put out the fire. You can talk about the extinguishers later. And that's what's happening here too. Once you've got the fire under control, you can start tackling the rest. Focusing on the calories and not the food gives you the results you need to be able to stay motivated and keep going. That's why focusing on only eating a certain food or groups of food or focusing on excluding foods or entire food groups isn't sustainable. You have to stay focused on the results, not the foods that are getting you there. 
These foods are going to change over time. They're going to grow and evolve with you and your body and your palate. But as you're getting started, you want to focus on the calories, not the food. And I'm not making light of how significant calories are or how difficult it can be to get a handle on them. But when you compare it to the other things you have to sort out to find a permanent solution to obesity, the calories are the easier part. Without calorie tracking, I don't believe the majority of people can beat obesity, in large part because of the mindfulness that tracking forces. I mean, sure, in order to work, all the diets on the market force your body into a calorie deficit to lose weight. But calorie tracking itself forces a new level of mindfulness that you absolutely have to have if you're going to lose your weight and keep it off. Keep trying. Keep tracking. Don't be intimidated and don't give up. You've totally got this. Thank you for listening to Disrupting Obesity with Charlotte Skeynes. If you know it's time to take back control, lose the weight and keep it off, reach out to me privately with a direct message on Instagram that says ready so you can start disrupting obesity.